In today's show, Capture Your Moment is coming to soon to all Walt Disney World theme parks. Special spring events at Tokyo Disney Resort begin April 1st. Or is that an April Fool's joke? Hmm. Headline news, meetups, trivia, and so much more is all here in today's Disney Parks podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Before we get too far into the show, we have to give a shout out to our good friends and sponsor, Destinations to Travel. Go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash travel and get in touch with our good friends at Destinations to Travel. It doesn't matter what kind of trip you're wanting to go on, cruise, Disney, Disneyland, Disney World, anywhere you want to go around the world, as long as you're able to in this day and age, Destinations to Travel can get you there. Now, I know a lot of people like to do their own planning, and that's cool, but these folks will help you in any way that you need and give you the, the latitude to do whatever you want to do, but it doesn't cost you a dime. So why wouldn't you? So reach out to our friends at Destinations of Travel, hook up with them, let them show you how they can save you time, money, and frustration and protect you when you're traveling because it's horrible to be in a situation where you need some help and don't have anyone to go to. So go over to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash travel and get in touch with our good friends and sponsors, Destinations to Travel. Hey, everybody. A happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's. Yep, as we record this on Monday night, it's Valentine's Day. So uh did you have a good uh did you have a good VD day? I mean <laughs> yeah. Valentine's Day. Did you have a good Valentine's Day? Did you have a good Valentine's Day? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was a venereal disease day. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just Valentine's Day. Thank oh, okay. you, friends. Okay. Like, we had a great time. Yeah, I had went a good time. To, uh, went to the uh Solar Bears hockey game yesterday. Before the Isn't Super Bowl. like an oxymoron? <laughs> Solar Bears? Solar Bear hockey. It, yes. Something that would take place. Yeah. In no, a it's cold. It's, it's thing. awkward. Yeah. It's very awkward. But uh, it was a lot of fun. We had a great time. Should be like uh, the Ice Cube Bears. Well, it's like Polar Bears because it's uh -huh. a polar bear. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. It's called the Solar Bears uh -huh. because we're in Florida. Um, oh. Yes, and oh. guess what the solar bears, their mascot, guess what their name is? What? Shades. Because uh -huh. he wears uh -huh. his big black glasses. That's terrific. You just, it, you got to just not think too hard about it. Yeah. <laughs> it give okay. you a brain meltdown. Right. Um, how was your uh, Valentine's Day? I don't want to give it away, but you did put it out on social media. How was your, how was your Valentine's Day dinner at Ravello? <laughs> It was good. It was uh, it's always good. I had uh, you know, the, listen, the service is fantastic, the food is good. Uh there's nothing really bad to say about it. I mean, they put out this really nice dessert thing for us, uh, which was not, you know, on the menu, you know. Right. Um and it was like off the hook delicious. I mean cool. it was crazy, crazy good. Um yeah, food is always good there. If you if you've never been, you have to try. Just try it once. If you don't right. like it, just walk away. That's fine. I won't be disappointed. But I think you're gonna go back. 
try hey try it once and if you don't like it just contact tony and he'll buy it yeah yeah Yeah, you get your money back yeah yeah so drink up (laughs) (laughs) we went uh if only we went off uh, property for our valentine's day Mm. dinner we were shame on you whatever (laughs) we were we tried we tried to go to a couple places but we just couldn't get in Mm. and uh we decided to go somewhere else we went to uh cooper's hawk which is uh, mm. uh you know in the middle of tourist uh, nirvana mm. but uh but they have a great uh wine selection they were part of their wine memberships we went had a great time there's this now, what does that mean part of their wine membership what does that mean what does that entail so basically you you, you pay Not that this is a food and wine podcast but go ahead yeah basically <laughs> you you pay uh-huh. monthly okay for one two or three bottles of okay. the wines that they come up with that that month so okay. like i think this this month was a uh a, a, a wine from rio mm-hmm. so you know we do the three bottle plan because two or three times a year they have like these magnum bottles mm. that are like two bottles of wine a piece mm-hmm. um so you know we we do the three three bottles of wine so we haven't picked up since before the first of the year so we had you know, six bottles of wine coming our way. Wow. Um, and it was really funny. We had one for dinner, which was amazing. And then they have these carryway boxes that look like six packs. Yeah. So we were taking a sixer of wine home. It's just taller because of the wine bottles. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just, it's really great. Mm. If you, if you go there a lot, they'll, they'll let you keep the wine there and you pull your bottles and, mm. you know, the food's, food's pretty good. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a little mm. bit it's a little bit of everything but they mm. they lean towards really couldn't you get like a wine subscription online and it'd be cheaper i would i would think mm. no it, it, it's six of one half dozen of the other oh, okay you know there are some less expensive uh options yeah but for what we get mm. it also forces us to go out mm. which is Okay. You know, you know this from working at home. You yeah. know, if, if you don't pay attention, you'll just be staying at home all the time. Right. Uh, or like, you know, my wife works mm-hmm. and then comes home, and then every day of the week we're both kind of tired, right. so we don't we don't normally go out. So we force ourselves to go out on the weekends. You yeah. know, okay. and if the wine's paid for. Oh, and the other thing about being a member is you get. Uh, you know, we have two people on the membership so we each get a wine tasting every month oh, wow. so we can sample i think like nine different types of wine eight different types of wine something hmm. like that wow. so if you like wine yeah you know i know i'm a bourbon guy but i also like wine so it's it's really cool because you get a really cool experience yeah interesting so that's why we do it you know yeah well we do a lot of whining on the show sometimes <laughs> yes, probably more so than most people <laughs> like us to. So, anywho, anything else you want to say? Nope, got nothing. Well, then there's nothing else we could do but get into the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. I, we just got to thank Gary V for giving us the idea of doing that. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't want to say what he said, then we'll be saying it the whole time. That would right. be bad. Uh, now you could capture your moment, which is coming soon to all Walt Disney World theme parks, which are personalized 20 minute private photo sessions. 
with so uh, some, uh which were so popular at the Magic Kingdom Park at Disney's Animal Kingdom Park the capture your moment is now expanding to Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studio so over at Epcot it's going to be uh available beginning on February 24th uh, where it's a whether it's a proposal, first visit, graduation, anniversary, or family portraits, Epcot's World Showcase is the perfect backdrop where guests could choose one of three pavilions for their photo shoot, which would be Germany, Italy, or the American Adventure. Why does it say three? Oh, guests could choose one of the following: uh, Germany, Italy, the Adventure, American Adventure, Japan, or Morocco. Yeah. So do these why, things like, why just those and not the rest? Like why not Canada? I don't know. So are are these like photo things where like there's guests in the background? No. It's private? Yes. Like, cool. Yeah. I pay for that. I wonder how expensive that is. Oh, it's, I'll tell you in a minute. Over at Hollywood Studios, which will be available on March twenty first, guests could head down to the Hollywood Tower Hotel to take photos around its eerie grounds, capture playful photos with uh Gertie, the Echo Lake resident dinosaur, you can get up close with the incredible details of the Chinese theater facade, or use the colorful neon signs and art deco architecture of Hollywood Boulevard and Sunset Boulevard. To evoke the golden age of Tinseltown. At all four theme parks, each capture your moment session is $79 and can include up to eight guests. While prints and digital downloads are not included, those with the Disney Photo Pass entitlement, such as Memory Maker or Memory Maker One Day, as well as qualifying annual pass holders with a Disney Photo Pass download benefit, can download the photos at no extra cost. But do your research on that. Yeah. Uh, Disney Photo Pass service and the talented photographers are committed to creating fun, unique photography experiences for guests. Over the past few years, Disney's introduced brand new services and incorporated unique technology to capture vacation memories in ways guests cannot find anywhere else. Interesting. Dude, for 80 bucks to get eight pictures that you can't get anywhere in the world? Yeah. Why? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. That's a pretty good deal. Uh, if you want a you know, full-on park package, call me. I'll go to the parks take your picture, too. <laughs> I wonder... what it, I haven't purchased pictures at Disney, and I can't tell you how long. Yeah, I, I don't know. The prices? Prices per picture. I would probably say a buck an inch. Buck an inch? <laughs> I would probably say... Or two you know, an inch. You ten know. bucks an inch. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if it's an eight by ten... Yeah. That's yeah. 120 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. doubt it. Wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Hey, get ready for some culinary fun at the 2022 Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival. Why is it that theirs is not synced up the same time ours is? I, I don't. Is there well, food? No. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's, it, what were you saying? You might want to go visit the one and then go fly across the country and visit the other I one. Guess, I guess. I guess. Sorry. Uh, as Disney previously announced, Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival will be returning to the Disneyland Resort March 4th through April 26th. And they are thrilled to dish out more details on the exciting celebration. From innovative food and beverage to heaping helpings of family-friendly entertainment, there is so much to look forward to this year. 
Many of California's communities and regions are highlighted in the Disney California Veg Food and Wine Festival smorgasbord. Say that ten times quick. Of dishes, a dozen festival marketplaces will serve irresistible small bites and beverages and dining locations across Disney California Bench Park, including the PIM Testing Lab. The terrain treats at Adventure Campus will also feature special festival menus. Uh, guests can even choose to purchase a sip and savor pass for eight coupons redeemable for select food and non-alcoholic beverages at participating locations. I like that idea. I like it a lot. You should bring that to Disney World, Disney. Thank you. Uh, the Hollywood backlot in Hollywood Land will be home to an appetizing assortment of entertainment and presentations of all ages. The all-new animated series Alice's Wonderland Bakery, which debuted on Disney Junior uh, the other day, is the inspiration behind the new limited-time festival experience for junior chefs at Hollywood's backlot back stage. During Alice's Wonderland Bakery unbirthday party, kids ages 3 to 11 will have the opportunity to express creatively through hands-on cupcake decorating. Space is limited, and participant sign-ups begin 45 minutes before each showtime. At the Hollywood Backlot, guests can also encounter, if I can talk, uh, Chef Goofy or dance along with Chippendale's Jammin' Chefs serve up tasty new rhythms using pots and pans. Huh. I wonder where I've seen this before. Hmm. Jaminators? <laughs> yeah. On Saturday and Sunday, be sure to catch a culinary demonstration at the Hollywood Backlot stage. A diverse lineup of Disney and visiting chefs. Interesting. This this is looking good for us. Come this fall time. Uh, we'll yep. prepare their favorite dishes and share insider tips for making mouth-watering meals at home. Signature events will be offered for an additional fee. And they were pricey here, such as Carthay Circle winemaker receptions or special wine, beer, and mixology seminars at Sonoma Terrace. You can get more information at Disneyland.com forward slash food and wine. Also, downtown Disney District and hotels of the Disneyland Resort will also join in the gastronomic festivities with select restaurants offering special menus and events for a limited time. And here's the cherry on top, kids. Soaring Over California will return to Disney's California Adventure Park for a limited time during the Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival beginning March 4th. Once again, guests can relish in the unforgettable sights and sounds and scents of the Golden State aboard the flying attraction. Wow. So that must mean that it's not currently open because of the COVID too much people indoors for California? Uh, it's either that or they change it to f- soaring over the world like we have here. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Fortunately, yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know enough about Disneyland to yeah. to say. I'm sure one of our Disneyland friends tells. Yes, man. It might, uh, it might shock you to know that Tony and I are actually very well versed in the art of planning your wedding. Uh, we, we are. Have had, we have been to weddings. 
Um, we've seen some bride TV shows. Um, so we know all the ins and outs of weddings. Yeah. Uh, I was uh, the wedding singer for many years. I know that sounds mm -hmm. shocking, but yeah, we are the foremost wedding mm -hmm. <clears throat> Disney podcasters. One uh, of the first media events I was ever invited to was uh, Disney Weddings at yeah. Fonk's studio. Fonk's? Fonk's studio. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. Did you go? Of course I went. Yeah. I was invited to a Disney event. Of course. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Uh, how'd you look in the gowns? I looked fantastic. Of course. I'd you make legs a great bride. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got the legs for it. Yeah. Uh, have you ever dreamt, not maybe you, Tony, but maybe one of our listeners has dreamt tying the knot in one of the most magical locations at mm. Walt Disney World Resort? Maybe. Mm. If there is, uh, if this is something on your bucket list, you'll want to know about the newest wedding offerings that were revealed during the Good Morning America show last Wednesday. Oh. Disney's fairy tale weddings and honeymoons is now offering new venues and fashions for your 2022 celebration. Uh, the brand is an industry leader in bringing fairy tales to life through weddings honeymoons, vow renewals, and anniversaries at Disney locations around the globe while providing couples with a personalized experience through the products, services, and locations that only Disney can provide. Uh, Disney Fairy Tale Weddings and Honeymoons revealed its newest wedding venue to debut during Disney World's 50th anniversary celebration. Wait for it. Wait for it. Place du Remy. Nice. Because... Uh, I hate to be the snarky one, but nothing says glitz and glamour in weddings like hanging out with talking and cooking rats. Just throwing it out there. Right. Uh, Place du Remy inside the newly expanded France Pavilion at Epcot. This new venue evokes the feeling of France, inspired by the whimsy of the park's newest attraction, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, and includes the attraction marquee and the pavilion's central fountain at its heart. Place du Remy is the newest of more than 50 wedding venues across the Walt Disney World Resort, where theme parks to resorts to a dedicated wedding pavilion. Uh, four new decor concepts are also now available, modeled after the iridescent glow of each of the four Disney World theme parks, special food and beverage exclusives, <coughs> pardon me, to the world's most magical celebration can be incorporated into your Disney's fairy tale wedding during the 18-month-long festivities. Couples... For an added price, I'm sure. Well, of course. I mean, <laughs> look, man. You know. Oh, you want the uh, iridescent package? Hold on. Yeah. Let light, me get out my calculator. You're going to light your wallet up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> couples can also take wedding portraits in front of the beacons of magic at all four theme parks or oh celebrate with dessert parties and receptions during new nighttime spectaculars at Magic Kingdom and Epcot. Mm -hmm. There's also a new wedding venue coming to the upcoming Disney Wish. They can get it out of the... They did. <clears throat> they were able yeah. to push it into the water this week. All right, cool. In addition to the new decor concepts, Allure Bridals unveiled 25 all-new dresses that make up the 2022 Disney Fairy Tale Weddings Collection and 2022 Disney Fairy Tale Weddings Platinum Collection. Of course. The 2022 collections will also include dresses inspired by Ariel, Cinderella, Jasmine, Snow White, Tiana, Aurora, Pocahontas, and Rapunzel. 
all gowns are available in sizes zero to 30, hmm. starting at $1,799. And I'm not sure how the dress sizes work, but I think I can find my size. Yeah. <laughs> What's a 2X translate into a dress size? I don't know. <laughs> I can, I can Is that wife. like a 15, 16? I don't know. <laughs> uh, gosh. I, you know, I really, I, I, I want to harken back to a couple of years ago uh, with the rumor of Disney doing funerals. I really think they need the complete circle of life. Dude. You know, be born there, go to school there, get married there, die there. I, I think really, I, I, I think they're missing the synergy boat in, in the complete circle of life. I think if enough people called for it, the problem is you have the you have the the viewing. Where would you have the viewing? And nobody wants to connect Disney with death. <laughs> oh. But but you would be. I mean, dude, I'd buy it uh -huh. if if you wanted it. I would buy it for you. I'd buy you the Buzz Lightyear coffin. I'll find one, and then you can do it. But here here'd be the thing, John. Call up Disney, go to Franks and say, hey, uh, I don't want a, we a wedding. I want to bring in my friend. He's in a Buzz Lightyear coffin. Hey, yo. We want to have a, a, a funeral. A memorial. A memorial. Yeah. Service, a celebration of life. Yeah. I mean, That's probably what they would do. They would I, call them celebrations of life. Yeah. I wonder, you know, they'd be like, click. <laughs> would they be click or would they be like, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. We can make money off of this. Hold on. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Now we're in. <laughs> yeah. Call them. Call them. Say, hey. Um, I I don't want to do a wedding or an anniversary. I've mm -hmm. got I got a very special event mm -hmm. that a friend of mine asked me to perform for them. Oh, really? Tell me more about this. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it's good. It's um, it's it's a celebration <laughs> of his life. Right. Uh, is your friend breathing? <laughs> Not currently. That no, not anymore. Click. That's where you get your click. <laughs> get, they'll get some information out of yeah. you, and then they'll yeah. be like, "Oh no, click." No. What if I like, pay double? <laughs> uh, you might have to pay triple. I don't know. <laughs> and then you probably wouldn't be able to tell anybody. Yeah, probably not. Because of the aforementioned not celebrate, not connecting Disney and death. Yeah, I'd like to go in on Cinderella's carriage with the Little Ponies. Walk in me down coffin. in my Buzz Lightyear coffin. Walk me down the aisle. <laughs> Place me right in front of Cinderella's castle. Have the ceremony. You can officiate, John. Bro, I might have to Photoshop. Sorry. Might have to Photoshop you in. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are here today at this magical place. This place of fun. And, 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 when you're, and when they're walking me down, it should be playing uh, You Got a Friend in Me. Tony, Tony Casanova was was everyone's friend, and he he had a friend in all of us. Tony, oh, your spirit go to infinity and beyond. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm putting like. that I'm putting that in my will. I'm having my will changed this weekend. I've got this will that I have to execute. Yeah, but you can't do that. I have a will that I have to execute. 
Doesn't that trump your little stupid rules? Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Anyway. Uh, hey, uh, special spring events are now coming to Tokyo uh, Disney. And this starts April 1st. So for the first time in forever. At least three years. Disney Easter will be held April 1st to June 30th. Normal Easter is only a weekend. but Okay. We'll let that come. Uh, Tokyo Disney Resort, along with other spring events. Among the spring events at Tokyo Disney Resort, modified versions of Utasma on the Run will be presented on the parade route at Tokyo Disneyland, featuring Disney friends and bunny-eared egg Utasma, characters who take their name from the Japanese words used Uagi, which is rabbit, and Tama, which means egg. Related merchandise and menu items will be available, as well as items depicting Mickey Mouse and Disney friends. Enjoying Easter at the resort? Well, special merchandise and menu items will be available beginning March 31st. And from April 1st to August 31st, guests can enjoy Astro Hero Time, a special limited time version of OMG, Buzz Lightyear's Astro Blasters attraction where riders can earn a high score by hitting certain targets. So now why don't they do these cool things here? I don't get it. I don't get it. Anyway, uh, Tokyo Disney Sea guests can enjoy colorful decorations and paintings inspired by springtime flowers and animals from April 1st to June 30th and at Disney's Via Paparino in the Mediterranean Harbor, a special cherry blossom-themed menu uh, items at select res- uh, restaurants offering seasonal taste selections to commemorate the park's 20th anniversary. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so I guess they're going to modify Buzz Lightyear so that certain targets get different scores. That's very interesting. See, that's what they should do here because we all know the targets to hit to get the high score, right? So if they keep changing it up, and it's something that you have to go find now. Go find the new, you know, large point items. That would, people would be like, "Oh my god, I got to go on there a bazillion times because I got to find out." Right? Right. All right. right. Just, that's free. I'm giving you that for free. Yeah. It should be simple. It should just be a simple programming. Yeah. Unless you don't know how to program that language. Anymore, Make the targets random. It should be, that should be super simple. You know? Yeah. Um, I just want you to know that if you do want me to be the guy that presides over your mm-hmm. your passing if I'm still alive. Uh-huh. I just want you to know this is what I'm going to do. Oh, boy. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in forever, forever. Tony's gone on to the... <laughs> uh, last stupid <laughs> thing before you... Last really stupid thing. Uh, as I was on TikTok earlier, oh, boy. Uh, today while i was taking my lunch break and um there was this tiktoker who you know disney tiktoker and uh she was talking about how i I think the, the rough quote please don't quote me verbatim but the rough quote is disney shareholders are really unhappy with the performance of bob chapek because of the yeah. dishes theme parks. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then she went on to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, there's a, there's a, uh, um, what do you call those things you sign up to get people? Proxy? Pro- not proxy. No. You're thinking shareholders. Um, What's going around right now that everybody's oh, signing? Petition. Petition to get Bob Chapek fired. Yeah. So I listened to the whole spiel and I, 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 I commented on it. Please don't get Disney shareholders confused with Disney fans. Mm. Disney fans are unhappy Dis- with the theme parks. Disney fans have a petition. Mm-hmm. Disney shareholders mm-hmm. are super happy with Bob Chapek. Mm. Yeah. And if they wanted him gone, they could vote him out by proxy vote. Yeah. You know. Which I so, did. I voted no. You voted no? Yeah. No Chapik. No Chapik? Even though oh. he's making thousands and thousands of dollars? Correct. He's got no respect for the business. No, but I no. thought that was funny because people are starting to equate Disney fans as shareholders. Like, no, yeah. no, no. Tap, tap, tap. Got to tap in on that one. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was funny, and I wanted to share that with you. I thought I'd share it on the podcast. So there. Ha. Yeah. There you go. Good stuff. That's what I do. All right. Hey, let's talk about meetups. April 20th, right around the corner, we are going Mm -hmm. to have a live 10. We still have to do this. We have to. Let's do it this weekend. Can we do it this weekend? uh, You probably can. Yeah. Saturday or something. Okay. Uh, We are going to have a a 10-year anniversary show. We'll figure out the details and we'll tell you here. Anyway, then on April 23rd, just right after that, uh, we're mm-hmm. going to have a special meetup at Disney's Port Orleans French Quarter at the Sassagoula Floatworks. That's the quick service restaurant there uh, at 2 p.m. And we will have some treats on us. Uh, hopefully there will be beignets. Uh, if they don't have that, we'll figure out something else. And stay tuned for other stuff. Hey, John. You know, last week we had a trivia question, and I think it was too hard. Really? Because we got no correct answers to this. What was the question? The question was, what character cameos in every single Disney animated film? Boys and girls, you're trying to make it too complicated. Mm -hmm. What Disney icon has appeared in every Disney film. Are, are we going to give it away? Yeah. Okay, here. Here's a clue. Hang on. <clears throat> yep. Mickey Mouse. He Mickey. either appears in silhouette, you know, like little Mickey, you know, like like in the park, hidden Mickey's, right? He's either somewhere like that or the silhouette of his head. One or the two are always hidden somewhere in a Disney animated film. Yep. So, there you go. There you go. Mickey Mouse. Kids. Mickey Mouse. Who's the leader of the animated films? <laughs> For you and me. All right. Anyway, this week's trivia question. Yes. Let me get to this whole one, this and this. Uh, this week's Disney trivia question is, who is Jingles and where is she from? Who is Jingles and where can I find Jingles? If you know anything about Jingles, like where, I got spurs, where, the jingle, jingle. where, where, 
where it is and how I can find her, then you should send that to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. Hmm. I think this is going to be a tough one for some. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Maybe mm-hmm. not. Maybe I'm going to be wrong. I like being wrong. But we shall see who is. Who's the cream of the crop? Who's going to bubble to the top of this one? Cream of the crop. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do my little macho man impression there. Sorry, wrong podcast. Uh, so let's go over to Shanghai Disney Resort, which is celebrating the Lunar New Year with the new festive costumes. Uh, when designing the 15 different outfits for not only Mickey, but also for Duffy and friends. <laughs> uh, the costuming team began by looking at all the occasions in which these garments would be worn, such as during the Mickey Adventure drum ceremony, gathering inspiration from the time-honored Lunar, Lunar New Year designs and wishes for the season. From there, a team of work a team worked together on rounds of conversation and revisions to land on the perfect design for each character. <clears throat> Donald and Daisy are dressed from head to toe in Lunar New Year apparel that dazzles. Donald's outfit draws inspiration from traditional Chinese opera costumes with a pin-shaped embroidery on his shoulders representing wishes for a long and prosperous life. <laughs> Daisy's attire includes a Chinese hairpin, floral embroidery, and charmed tassel decorations. Goofy and Pluto's outfits represent justice and peace in the new year. Starting with Goofy's look, inspired by traditional uniforms worn by swordsmen throughout ancient Chinese history, and adorned with patterns of Chinese coins to symbolize auspicious luck and peaceful and an abundant new year can you imagine goofy with a sword no gosh 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 mickey i didn't want to plunge it into you (laughs) sporting a calabash shaped it's okay goofy i got another life Haha, <laughs> someone come stop the bleeding. Uh, <laughs> sporting a calabash-shaped pendant, Pluto's collar also rep- <coughs> references motifs that brings good fortune. And last but certainly not least, Lena Bell is carrying the well wishes of prosperity and harvest as the tiger of blessing. Head over to Shanghai Di- at Shanghai Disney on Instagram to learn more. See the photos as they celebrate Lunar New Year around the world with their guests and cast members. Hmm. Yeah, uh, the, the ca- I saw pictures. The costumes are stunning. 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 Yeah. The work. yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fact that they create a whole set of these costumes just for the lunar year, and then next year, something else, and they'll just toss these out and do new ones. It's just like, that's crazy. Crazy, crazy. crazy. Well, yeah. Anyway. Uh, hey, there was a, a little analyst chit-chat with uh, our friend Bob Paycheck. <laughs> and here are some highlight things. Uh, you know, there's some questions about uh, restaurant capacity, live entertainment restrictions, uh, current limiting world uh, a Disney World theme park uh, capacities and things like that. And this is some highlight information that Chappick, you know, reveled on with us. Uh, so the morning of that call, Chappick briefly commented on theme park attendance at Walt Disney World. Bob raised two areas of the theme park operations that are impacting the return to pre-COVID levels of attendance, food and beverage and entertainment. Uh, those are two areas they are hiring like mad in. If you want to cook or clean or 
do dishes or serve at a restaurant, Disney is the place to go right now because they are suffering. Mm-hmm. And also the Four Seasons restaurants. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I thought I'd help our friends at the Four Seasons yeah. get hired. Yeah. Uh, staff and culinary roles continues to be a problem, resulting in food and beverage operations running below optimal levels. Uh, secondly, Chapik also said that live entertainment continues to be restricted because we just don't want our guests to feel an excessive level of density, meaning he doesn't want the entire courtyard filled with people to watch fireworks, which happens every night. Right. Okay. Anyway, uh, he continued that the self-imposed capacity constraints are really a function of our food and beverage sort of mitigation, if you will. But the second one is entertainment. And these are the quote from him this whole thing and we are working towards restoring both of those so that we can get get up to something that would be more similar to what we've seen in the past in terms of the number of people we put in our parks but i must tell you that our ability to increase our guest experience through a reservation system and a very carefully managed demand ticketing system has been something that we really like of course. So that is the clue that this could stay. You know, for all of you that hate the reservation. Oh, it's going to stay. It's going to stay. Uh, oh, and yeah. I think guaranteeing our guests that they have a great experience no matter when they come, whether it be the Christmas holidays or whether it be in the middle month of September. Boy, is that a slow time, Bob? Thank you for the clue. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that is really important to us. And so we're going to self-manage this, optimize the guest experience. But at the same time, we know we have headroom, whether to do it in- intentionally or expansion and reinstatement of things like live entertainment. So that's a lot of forecasting in there. Read between the lines. Hmm. And should I give my safe harbor statement? <laughs> <laughs> Disney is continuing sure. with the return of live entertainment at Walt Disney World in the coming weeks with new Disney Adventure Friends Cavalcade opening at the Magic Kingdom this week, followed by the return of the Castle Show, which is Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair, which will have a couple twists at it, which is coming at the end of this month. So they are hiring entertainment people. They are trying to bring back the entertainment. But I heard, and it, it's a speculation and rumor because Disney hasn't officially said anything. But I heard the reservation system is staying at least to 2024, possibly 2025. And go ahead. No, no, go ahead. It's just to, you know, right now they don't have the staff, you know, to operate the parks at the levels they want. And this is just a way for them to, if the Magic Kingdom is getting to a certain level, they can say, eh, it's full for this day. And say, hey, look at all this capacity over here, over the Animal Kingdom. And, you know, try to get you to sway your decision to go from one park to another. Now, at 2 p.m., all bets are off because if you have a park hopper or an annual pass or whatever, you can then park hop. So, you know, I don't know how they're managing the park hopping because... Let's say everybody that wanted to go to the Magic Kingdom went to the Animal Kingdom, and then at 2 o'clock, all those people decided to go to the Magic Kingdom. What what, what was the point of capacity at that point, at 2 right. o'clock? Right. I think that 
my 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 observation with this, and I I could be completely off base with this, but Disney's always been great at crowd control. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you look at how they manage the parking system; it's incredible. Wow. It's, it's 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 amazing how they could tell roughly when you parked by roughly the time that you came to the property. Yep. And I know that Disney's always been wanting to figure out a way that they could throttle down the parks mm-hmm. because if they could throttle down the parks, they could do some other things mm-hmm. like increase, you know, increase the amount of, of, of cost for, you know, goods and, mm-hmm. and services. Meaning, you know, if there's, if there's less employees required, they can get away with less cast members in the parks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because we're in a pandemic, they can say, well, it's the cost of doing business has gotten so hard. We have to raise the price and make the the portion size smaller for food. Yeah. Those prices aren't going to come back down anytime soon. No. And they can control how many people come in and they Mm -hmm. can can control it because I'm sure they've got data somewhere that says that the – the day, the daytime is the most popular time. And in the evening, it could be a little bit easier. Mm. You know, yeah. uh, I just, I, I'm, I'm disheartened that Disney's not coming back the way that we, we want it to. Yeah. But I just, I just know that everything's changed, you know, yeah. and, and some of it I think can be blamed on the pandemic, mm-hmm. but I'm, I, I also think that some of it is not. Yeah. Some of its changes that they're like, hey, you know what? We really like these changes. Yeah. Like and we're not gonna pandemic, change them back to what they were. Yeah, the pandemic did not like free cause fast passes. Lanes. Yeah, it did not cause you know, genie plus and lightning lanes. Yeah. Pandemic has nothing to do with that. Exactly. exactly. So anyway, that's just my opinion. Yeah. We welcome yours. Exactly. Um go ahead, what? I said exactly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, as the Walt Disney Resort continues to strive to provide a comfortable and convenient interim experience for guests staying at any of the on-site hotels, and we've already talked about the uh, units that are, mm-hmm. are coming, um, in line with that, the resort recently introduced a new interactive television system with a more personalized and easy-to-use experience to welcome guests to the room which offers access to complimentary Disney content, provides connectivity to streaming subscription content, and more. The interactive television system will now be available at Disney's Yacht and Beach Club Resort with availability at additional Walt Disney Resorts in the future, including Disney's Beach Club Resort Villas. So some people have been asking some questions. We've got some answers here. The first question is, what's new about the system? Uh, the new interactive television system will personalize the in-room TV experience by welcoming guests upon arrival, which we saw that when we stayed at um, the Riviera Resort. Mm-hmm. Uh, guests can also enjoy streaming in their in-room with complimentary Disney content and connectivity for their personal devices to stream their subscribed content like Disney Plus, Hulu, etc. Standard channels, park hours, and resort amenities and other information are also available. Mine is Stacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, what devices are supported? Which smartphones, tablets, and laptops are all supported to stream the TV? Uh, only content from Comcast, excuse me, Chromecast enabled apps, uh, which basically is like mirroring. That's not supportive. Uh, you can't mirror to your TV, which kind of sucks. Uh, 
uh, will guests be logged out of their accounts uh, or subscription services upon checkout? Yes. Guest credentials and Connect My Device pairings will be cleared upon each checkout. Guests will use their personal devices to log into any of the subscription servers, so information is stored is not stored, excuse me, in the system. I like to test that theory. Yeah. So it does log you out because when I was staying uh, uh, every certain amount of days, I think it was like every three days, you had to put in all your credentials again. It just got rid of everything. Hmm. Uh, so I think there is a refresh cycle that they're using. Um, and I had a, uh, I was using my phone to stream from my phone to the TV. Right. Uh, you know, Chromecast, as they were calling it. Uh, right. And that worked. It, you know, it's not a Chrome device, obviously. It's an Apple device. And right. I was able to, uh, you know, get uh, Disney Plus content from my phone, too. Which is weird that I have to do that. Like, why don't you just put Disney Plus? And I hope this is what they're doing. This is what the change is. That they're putting the Disney Plus app on the TV. I'm signing into that. And then it's getting rid of that when I check out. Right. Well, the thing about the Chromecasting is you actually have to plug something into the back of the TV. Yeah. And if you plug something into the back of the TV... Well, the uh, TVs now have that built into it, is what Disney did. Yeah. If you're plugging something into the TV, they're thinking that you might be able to hack the system somehow. Yeah. So I'm sure they're yeah. trying to dissuade people from plugging stuff in their TVs. Yes. Yeah. 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 Right? So, very interesting. I, I, You know, I, I, I was hoping that they would even add the thing that I could, you know, change channels or whatever from my phone. Use that as a remote, and I just get rid of the remotes in the room. That'd be right. better. That'd be so much better. Yeah, you know, Disney TV remote app. Yeah, exactly. Be dumb. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but what about these people who don't have smartphones? Well, we'll sell your remote. We'll rent you a remote. Sell, John. Sell. They're not going to. They're not going to be able to keep the remote. Why would they keep the remote? Because we could sell it to them. We, we could, but I, you know, well, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> hey, kids. How about a little headline news? And now, the headline news. All right. First up, Disney and Pixar released the new Lightyear trailer and poster. I may have to print one out. And put it in my bedroom. <laughs> On your ceiling. Just look at exactly. it every night. Yeah. Oh, but It could be awkward. Yep. Maybe a little bit. Uh, the Walt Disney Company earned 23 Oscar nominations this year. The Oscars Crazy. are coming up, by the way. If yeah. you don't pay attention. If anybody ever wanted to go to the Oscars, I'll give you this, uh, this secret. There's a lottery that... Uh, is how they get people, fans to go, and it starts in October. If you go to the Academy website, you can sign up uh, there, and then if your name is drawn, you can go visit the Oscars. Anyway, kids ever want to do it? Uh, new Disney princesses by wedding dresses, which John spoke about, have been released. That was very interesting. Uh, hey, Bob Paycheck warns all the fans. Warning. Warning, there's going to be another price increase. Who didn't see that coming? <laughs> God, I hate being this guy. How can they justify that? Yeah. 
I don't know. I I thought he said that Disney World prices weren't going to increase, just Disneyland prices were going to increase. Well, what's maybe he had what? a change of heart. <laughs> change maybe of he's maybe he saw his paycheck <laughs> yeah. or his bonus and goes, huh, I could get more, couldn't I? Hmm. Hmm. Hey, uh, Splash Mountain is back open at the Magic Kingdom after a very delayed reopening from its refurbishment. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean and Indiana Jones are closing for a refurbishment in March. That's over at Disneyland. Yeah. So Disneyland people go get your last uh, rides in yep. before they close in March. Uh, the Nova Corp ship over at our Epcot at the Guardians of the Galaxy is now complete and has looks been lit. Yep. Yeah. Looks stunning. Yeah. Looks really looks good. Such a great attraction. I am stoked. I am stoked. Hey, over at Epcot, they've uh, finished installing some new themed digital tip boards. You know, that's the TV that they have going this way with ride times on them. Well, they kind of now been theming them and not just throwing them anywhere willy-nilly. Apparently, they're getting around to the detail part of the construction now. Uh, Magic Kingdom is likely to close on two dates in May for the cast member service celebration, which are rescheduled. They were supposed to happen earlier, but due to the weather being so damn cold, they postponed it and moved it to the future. And uh, if you watch Josh's little video on LinkedIn, there are seven people this year celebrating 50 years. Wow. At Walt Disney World. Seven people wow. celebrating 50 years. That is ludicrous. Um, but, hey, I've heard only good things about these celebrations. I would have liked to have been <laughs> in one, but I never made it that far. Anyway, uh, the all-new Disney Adventure Friends Cavalcade debuted in the Magic Kingdom the other day. Looked pretty fun, pretty interesting. There's characters running around. There's a couple floats. My only weird comment would be, how old is the man that's playing Tinkerbell? No. Oh, my God, no. Seriously. It did not look like a woman, and he looked very old. Like, were we really desperate? Hey, does that green outfit fit on you? Good. All right, you're Tinkerbell today. Good. Get up wow. there. I was like, that is the worst-looking Tinkerbell I've seen in a very, very long time. Wow. Yeah. So, that's... Listen, I don't know if he's every day or she. If it's a she, I'm sorry. If it's a he, I'm even sorrier. (laughs) Uh, Hey, up to 50%. Up to 50% of Walt Disney World park guests are now upgrading to Disney Genie Plus. Yep. If you want this to go away, stop paying for it. It's just, it's just, People it's just my tip. I just can't do it. It's just my, my two cents. If you want this to go away and go back to the regular fast pass or something close to it, you have to mm-hmm. stop paying for this. Just stop. Right. right. Just stop. Just stop all, paying. It's all resting on your shoulders, kids. Yep. Listen, Disney listens to one thing, and that it's is money. It's a cheat. Yeah. Yeah. If it ain't ringing, they ain't dinging. Uh, hey, Kendra Scott Jewelry is now open at the town center at Disney Springs. I, do you know Kendra Scott? 
Do you know is who Jolie? She, she, you were thinking not, of Kendra Wilkinson from The Playboy. <laughs> no, it's not her. Oddly enough, <laughs> that that was exactly who I was. Thinking. I know, but it's not. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You Google. I, I, you Google's. I'm googling. Now. I'm doing the Googles right now. Kendra yeah. Scott. Oh, um, yeah, I know who that is. Okay. I can't think of of how I know her, but I I know the face. Okay. Good. But good. Good. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, Disney asked guests in a recent survey if Harmonious is the worst than Reflections of Earth. Oh my God! <laughs> how does how does Disney put that out? <laughs> I don't think they put it out. I think a blogger who took the oh. survey put it out. Yeah, but that's my point. Did yeah. Disney really do that? Yes. They had a survey and they asked, is Harmonious better or worse than Reflections of Earth? Well, if people say it's worse, what are they going to do? They've got all this stuff in the pool. <laughs> They got they got stuff in the lake. What are they going to do? They they built a stargate for crying out loud. They built the time portal. <laughs> they, they built a they built a portal that's probably connected to CERN, and they're bringing in demons from the other side of the you know <laughs> multiverse. I mean, I don't <laughs> see now if they changed it into Doctor Strange in the multiverse, we'd all get it. <laughs> Dude, we can have Doctor Strange here. I've seen him in the parks. <laughs> yeah. I I I I my opinion, my two cents, my thoughts is that this uh harmonious is not as successful as they thought it would be. And I think they're going to probably make some changes and some twists to it. I would think so. They're going to have to make updates. There's going to be Harmonious version 2.2, 2.3, 3.2, 4.2, until they can tweak it, until they can get it right. Like, change the name. Yeah. And, 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 and stop using puppets for Jungle Book when you have the animated film. That's <laughs> just my two cents. That's just crazy. Yeah. Anyway. And make the screens so that people can see them because the thing is, you can't see them from all parts of the lagoon like you could with illuminations. You have to be in one of four spots to see the little side screens or dead on in the front or the back to see the, the time portal. So, right. Uh, I don't know. It's just my two cents. Conceptually, anyway, it's a decent idea, but yeah. the execution is... Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And those round screens are really not as big as you think. If you're standing on the shore, they probably looked big on paper. <laughs> but very far away, when I'm standing in Canada, it doesn't look that big. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see if something changes. Yeah. We'll find out. Yeah, absolutely. We'll absolutely. Well, if you'd like to find out a little bit more about us, you can always find us over at Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, all at Disney Parks Podcast. And then come on over to DisneyParksPodcast.com. It's where you'll find all of our show notes, our blog posts, and we've got some great article writers there helping you learn a little bit more about Disney. And you can also find some other great people that you can get in touch with, uh, people that we encourage you to use to help make your Disney vacation a little bit better. And you can always find our friends over at Destinations travel by going to disneyparkspodcast.com forward slash travel 
And if you'd like the show and you'd like to support us, the last thing that I would ask is you would please go to patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. Sign up today, get some extra content, get exclusive early content, like we post a show early so our Patreons can hear it a day before you guys can. And uh, there's also some really cool stuff too. There's some video exclusive stuff that you can only get through the Patreon page. And we would love to see you over there. It helps us do some special things throughout the year and it's a great way to get to know some other disney friends from all across the world so go to patreon.com forward slash disney parks podcast and become a patreon today and for tony my name is park hopper john we are disney parks podcast and if we don't see you online we'll definitely see you in the parks the disney parks podcast is not affiliated with the walt disney company All Disney parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. Like a boat out of the blue Fate steps in and sees you through